0: tuna and pasta for dinner, perfect post-workout protein or dinner, right, then I also have like uh, sometimes peanut butter, banana, and dark chocolate with some MCT coconut oil, that seems to uh, boost the system after a workout, it's Wednesday, September 22nd, 2021, I'm Steve Sersky, thanks for listening, and uh, yeah, I'm getting my voice ready again for another uh, podcast, this weekend got uh, another couple guests lined up. One, they're a duo, so uh, they're both going to be on the uh, the show this weekend. We're going to try to get it done on Saturday, which means it should be up by next week. And thinking about this podcast, I'll tell you, I know it's not on Spotify officially. I do host it on my website. Uh, the, the issue with hosting the, the podcast on other places is that Given the rather extended nature of the conversation, it leads to very large file sizes, and that's even in MP3 like compressed mp3 format which and, and in terms of timing, most of the sort of the the cheaper plans like I get basically in order to get hosting, I have to pay the mid-tier pricing to host it on any external uh, site. So I just post it to my site and just lead people there. And I understand there's a risk there because if my site goes down, then, it's, it, then it becomes inaccessible. So I do have to address this. Uh, I have thought about torrenting it, like basically putting it up on Google Drive or Dropbox and then uh, opening it up to uh, people being able to torrent the files uh, and also just leaving them on something like Google Drive or Dropbox uh, so they have a, sort of a third place that they can be downloaded second a secondary place that they can be downloaded from i am still i haven't decided on the sort of the layout for the videos and then how they're going to be displayed and i am sorely behind on i know that but you know there's a certain way that i want it to sort of look and again <laughs> i can't post the whole video because i don't have a thousand subscribers which means I'm limited to, I think it's 15 or 20 minutes in duration. So if I did post anything, it would be clips from the show, which is fine. I, I, I actually think a lot of people would prefer that. And then they could listen to the uh, the audio file on their own uh, own timing sort of thing. So that's sort of what I was thinking about doing with uh, the podcast as it stands. It'll be episode 27 this weekend. And yeah, episode 27, I started a year ago. That's roughly two podcasts a month, which I if uh, if you follow along my blog, a couple months ago, I wrote that uh, it like I I in the next ten years, I only assume that I'll get two hundred and sixty episodes done, basically one per month. That's all. If the operation stays as just me, that's I mean, it's enough work on my end to get you know to research, record, do post production post all those sorts of things so it's and I don't want to stress over it uh as much as as it would be fun to think that you know this could go on to be the next big thing the same time I do like having that sort of freedom to record whenever I want uh to have that laid back sort of conversational style uh although I do like the reason I talk to a lot of these people is to preserve the moment to preserve the time uh, because we are I think we are in a very historic time and that's one of the things that uh, I think you know even in five or six years I think a lot of us will appreciate listening back to this and I know that I don't abide by the evergreen content rules of uh, the current social marketing uh, ideals uh, evergreen marketing basically evergreen, evergreen content basically means that the content will never grow old, which I think it's, that's not true anyway. Thing, like technology develops. The only thing that can't really grow old, although if you ever mention something like a tech, uh, like a technological piece, like if you ever mentioned like, well, just use your phone to call, you've just dated that content because who knows, and who who uses their phone to call anymore, I mean, people use Skype, you Skype someone, you don't call someone overseas, I mean, you text people, you message them, you don't call them anymore, right, so the whole idea of evergreen content, although it sounded great, it sounds great, how many podcasts, how many audio files, or even TV shows, and TV shows are horrible for this, because the video quality changes so much over time, but the audio quality, in terms of uh, or in terms of uh, relevance and the search engines they just push that stuff back I mean find me a podcast from six years ago that is still relevant good luck I mean I I don't I don't think you could five years ago three years ago pre-pandemic what podcast would you listen to that that you'd be able to listen ah yes this is still relevant unless it was something like a history podcast, uh, you know, uh, it wouldn't be a tech podcast, what else could be, uh, I mean, sex ed, is the other one I think that comes to mind immediately, that would be, you know, sort of evergreen content, you could sort of always sort of refer back to that, but a lot of other stuff just isn't, this stuff I think is a time, uh, is a, a snippet of the times, and I'm happy with that, uh, and I hope you guys are enjoying it uh, for what it is. Anyway, crushing the Chinese studies, uh, I I did mention before that if I want to get through that, this Python course, I might have to give up on something else, like, such as my Chinese studies. Well, it, I think it'd actually be better not to give up on Chinese studies and instead focus on Python, uh, Chinese and Python and then push off something like Blender and Unity game development just yet because Python really does serve as a basis or at least uh, as a, a connecting, uh, a connector between Python uh, languages, Language learning the Python language and then moving into things like Blender and Unity and all the others, even though I know Unity is uh, uses C Sharp instead of Python. That's the idea. So now my although I'm on vacation I don't think I've ever felt as motivated or anxious to get up and get going and I say anxious very carefully because I I have gone through this before when I was doing my master's degree uh that clenched feeling in your chest I don't have that right now and any graduate student will know this have that feeling like that that anxiety that just that knot in your chest I've always backed off when I've started to feel that and so that's why when Last week or a couple of weeks ago when I was talking about all the things that I'm studying, I do it with the full realization that I am doing it fully within my means and capabilities. That is to say, I don't feel stressed doing this. And if I do, I back off. In that case, with that in mind, uh, the two major sort of constants that I try to keep that I really want to keep on going uh, is number one I want to keep on working out three times a week uh, and I I do them pretty hard so like 90, 90 minutes to two hours 90 minutes workout and then another 30 minutes cool down basically and I want to preserve those times no matter what regardless for traveling or uh, I'm in Beijing I try to get in three good solid workouts per week the other thing is uh, now is I want to work on the HSK five stuff, like my work on my Chinese languages. I, I, I do feel as if I prog- progressed a lot more in reading the different types of materials that I have. I'm able to understand a lot more. So I, I, it would be silly to put off studying Chinese with with the idea of learning Python instead. I think no, that that doesn't make sense. It also means that I won't be picking up Russian just yet, but. In terms of Russian, the goal there again, it actually was a distraction from my Chinese studies. Uh, but the idea would actually be not to write the A level uh test now, but instead pass it on my own and then aim for six months from uh, six months from like next year, middle of next year, June that would be the next. Intake as far as I know, or is it uh February, March? I can't remember. Because here in Beijing, the office, the, the office that does the Russian tests, uh Russian language tests, only offers them like twice a year, I think it is. So the next intake would be after spring festival, so that'd be February. Um and that the next exam wouldn't be until uh probably March or April of next year. So that would be the goal to be sitting at the B1, B2 level uh, for for Russian. So that gives me some time. That also gives me some time to get through uh, HSK-5, uh, both the vocabulary, which I've been working on quite a bit, uh, the books, which I haven't looked at in a long time, uh, to uh, go through a lot more classes with my, my teacher. And then that way, should I be able to finish the HSK-5 test successfully in Jan- in February or March, then... I can move on to focusing a little bit more on Russian. Work on that for a little bit. Give myself a breather from Chinese, and then you know, sort of do that swapping uh, back and forth. All the while, and then this is why I really want to do Python right now. Is that if I if I crush my way through this Python course, at least get the understanding there, get the familiarity with the programming language, with the idea, with the the, the places to go and where I need help, like if I need help set the basis now, set the foundation, and then that way I can continue working in Python with the different programs that I wanna take up over the next year. So that's sort of what was uh, going through my mind and today. Uh, I was able to get quite a bit done uh, in both, so Chinese and Python. Uh, Chinese, I did my vocabulary, did some reading, did some listening. Uh, and if I if I figure if I can get that done before breakfast, which is like 8.30, nine o'clock, I think it's I think that's a solid 2 hours of work uh, of uh time of contact with the language. I think that'd be great. Moving on to Python, today I only did a day and a half worth. So like day 7 and day 8 um it was a bit slower, but it was a little bit more drawn out. And I, I see like uh, yesterday I mentioned that uh uh my my neighbor said that you could probably get through all that stuff in a day, it's true because this course does take its time to explain things. But I do want to go slowly. Uh, Not that I need to understand all the things going on, but I do want to take my time, put the effort in, uh, the contact time with the language, and basically gain more of a familiarity of what to look for, where to look for it, and then how to piece it together. That would be the idea. So. Uh, What was it? Today I did day seven was... I can't remember what day seven was. It was Hangman. That's what I did. Yes. Hangman. So that was neat because uh, it required uh, a a few different components to the program in that you had to get uh, a word. Sorry. You had to get a word from a word list, which was contained in a separate Python file, uh, so there is Hangman word list and Hangman characters, and uh, in, in addition to the main .py uh, file. And so, I mean, this might sound very amateur to a lot of people listening, but for me to like, I don't, I've never done this before, calling packages from within packages and modules over here. This is this is all news to me. Can't do this with human languages. Uh, Here, just let me go get my dictionary. I'll look up the word. Yeah, okay. So then, just use your fingers and scan, scan the QR, QR code, right? Uh, but yeah, so I had to get a word list. Uh, get the word list, count the number of letters, uh, display the number of dashes, like underlines, uh, on the screen that represented each letter in the word, and then draw the picture of the hangman should you get things wrong, and. Drawing it was easy enough, but then clearing a the screen so it would be nice and fresh after every iteration. So it's kind of neat to see how that program was pieced together. The next one, day eight, is the Caesar Cipher, uh, which is basically a bit uh, a bit of a, an encryption program, uh, how basic encryption works. Uh, so this one, I've only started it, so I haven't really gone through too much just yet. Overall, I'm I was looking through the list of courses, list of lessons to go through and it looks like it's the first 35 days i know i know i think i said first 50 before but it's the first 35 days where uh there seems to be a lot of um like it's more than an hour long each and then after day 35 it starts to be more like 45 minutes 50 minutes so the classes are a little bit shorter uh so there's i guess there's less of the little stuff to learn and you're moving into uh, more of the bigger stuff. Like today, I think I just, I learned keyword arguments, quarks, uh, which is a big thing in Python, which is just how lists are made. In most languages, when you create a list uh, or parameters, you uh, put them in a certain order, and the computer reads them in a certain order. But with Python, you can assign the parameter and argument within that, uh, within the, within the, the parentheses for the function and then it will no matter where you put that parameter it'll still be the same thing i hope i got that right <laughs> uh, so anyway it's been interesting taking a look uh look through all those things and everything anyway uh that is that uh wednesday already, so tomorrow bringing up to thursday uh yeah looking forward to getting up Man, I, if I could only get out of bed before, like literally get out of bed before 6.30, I hear some of my colleagues get out of bed at 5. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how any. I can't. I've tried. doesn't work. <laughs> 6 o'clock is sort of like the cutoff when the body's like, okay, uh, you've passed the, the evening hours. You can get up now. Anyway, with the passage of middle, mid-autumn festival, hope you guys saw the uh, full moon picture I posted yesterday. The passage of moon... F- Uh, Mooncake Festival, (laughs) mid-autumn festival. Basically, it's heading into the cooler and winter months in preparation for the Winter Olympics in Beijing. Six months, four months, five months from now. Right on. Anyway, I hope you guys are doing well. Have a good one. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.